You're listening to the two dumb users. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome, welcome back to the two dumb users. This is episode three. Two, three, everybody, 323. I'm here with Big Mike. What's going on this morning, Big Dog? Oh, oh, I am. I'm amped and ready to go. I have no idea what we are talking about, but I was able to put Brian Reynolds on the thumbnail, so that made me happy. Well, obviously, we're going to touch base with this Pittsburgh Penguin story, of course. Oh, what the heck happened? I, I, Kyle Dubas is now the president of hockey operations for the Pittsburgh Penguins as of about an hour ago. I was on Twitter and I didn't see. All I saw on Twitter was pro wrestling drama, and politics, and no hockey. You had uh, Derpy. Derpy is sending messages an hour ago. I, I get on, I look, everybody's going crazy. Oh my goodness gracious. Crazy Mark me. Madden's had I, the whole thing. Everybody's bringing it to my attention, and he is still not here on the show. So I think is, he just booped. He just blooped in. He just popped in. There it is. That's a classic derpy. We call that. Uh, that is you a like classic the photo. Derby. There it is, everybody. We just started uh, talking about Kyle Dubas, everybody. The Pittsburgh new Pittsburgh Penguins president of hockey operations. A lot of people seem to think this is going to be the, the the new big new world order is a name I keep popping I see popping up in the Twitterverse. Uh, Double M up there in Pittsburgh. He's going on and on. He's going to be talking about it. Everybody, everybody seems to be talking about Kyle Dubas today. The big story, Mike. Is this this is a pretty big thing, isn't it? This is a very big thing. He put together a nice little squad up there in Toronto. Yeah, they didn't go far, but you know that's not on him. He puts a team out there. It's on the coach, and that's they had a good Toronto. roster. I I can't remember who their coach is, but yeah, they 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 kind of the. You know, he it was a nice roster he put out there. He seems to know what he's doing. He has a nice blend of like old school hockey, new school analytics. He he uses both well. And I he so he's just gonna be the president of hockey operations, not the GM, or is it doing both roles? Yes, they said he is gonna have a lot more power than he that he had apparently in Toronto. From what I read, he's more than likely gonna hire a GM beneath him. Okay. Um, I seems like there's a, a world of great news coming with this. I I uh you guys are more advanced on the Kyle Dubas scoop than I am, but uh, you know that this seems like this is what the- I, I'm loving it. You know, he needs, and I see big changes in the future. Yeah, I I think well, it, whoever becomes the new GM, whether it's Kyle Dubas doing both roles or he has his own GM, that this team needs a lot. It needs a lot of work. Um, you know, they're obviously the big three are not going anywhere. Uh, FSG, you know the. Fenway Sports Group, they're committed to Crosby, Malcolm, Latang. So now Hal Dubas or whoever he brings in as GM, they're gonna have to find a way to build a build a Stanley Cup contender immediately. Because he's not he wasn't brought in here for a rebuild. He's you know, you got you gotta get a new goalie. Is Jerry gonna be the guy? Uh can can you move Jeff Carter? Can you move Grand? Like all these bad contracts that he's been that this team has now from the the Hextall era. What can Dubas and his new new leadership group do? What can what can they do? What can this new front office do? So, and it, it all starts in a couple of days, guys. The draft is just around the corner. It's just uh, what not that far away. I, I is what uh, two weeks away, maybe three weeks away. The draft is getting close, so it's going to be. Whew. It, it, this is exciting. I I can't believe I I was on Twitter all day and I did not see this. 
Uh, yeah, you will start seeing it now. I, I you oh, know, once yeah. I was told about it, it seemed like every other post that I seen on mm-hmm. Twitter was about this. So I'm sure you're going to start seeing it a lot more. Great news! People in Pittsburgh are happy. They're thrilled. Uh, of course, anything after the Ron Hextall era is is a super upgrade, and people were excited. Um, as Mike said, we're going to have to figure out their goaltending situation, and, and there's a lot of things, mm-hmm. of course, that need to be addressed with this squad. Uh, the big three is going to be a, a question. I mean, what you know, as Mike said, they're not going to go anywhere. But, um, you know, that's going to come up, of course. You're going to hear all kinds of things. It's going to be exciting, guys, because we can start looking forward to rebounding. And, and as Mike says, hopefully the rebounding period ain't as uh, long as a normal rebounding period. And this this gentleman can get us back into uh, significance again in the NHL world. Uh, hopefully not. You know, it, it should be. My God. It, the expectations for this Penguin team just seem to get higher and higher now. Um, you know, he... That he needs to hit it out of the park this offseason. It's going to be what a like we thought the Steelers offseason was exciting. And this may breaking. be more exciting. This might be more exciting. Exactly. Like who's coming, depending who's on going. what he does. Exactly. If he, if he's able to find a, a trade partner that, you know, um, Jeff Carter is willing to be traded to because he has a new movement clause and he's able to trade him, he, he did ticker tape parade down Fifth Avenue right away. Forget about trying to get a playoff one or a Stanley Cup one. If he can move that contract, move the Grandland contract, just uh, God, he shore up the goaltending, shore up the bottom six, shore up the defense core. You know, yep, just small, legs. just you know, just small little tasks. Drop the age, the age average <laughs> yeah. of his team down yeah, a little bit. You know, he just a few tweaks here and there. You know, nothing major. You know, just overhaul like half the entire <laughs> roster. Find a way to get you know to get Ty Smith up into the majors because my God, he was. You know, we, we, we got Ty Smith in a, tra- it was a trade we got, and he never made it to the pros because the salary cap. We couldn't figure out that our, our, our Hextall could not figure out the salary cap because he, he had it to the to the limit, and he could not find a way to get Ty Smith up here. And you you, you wasted a whole year of that guy. So they, Kyle Dubas has his work cut out for him. Uh, I'm just surprised they got him because it, it was looking like, you know, after uh, Double M did the report of, you know, a source saying, hey, it, it, this deal is close. Then nothing happened and everyone started going, okay, what is going on? You know, was the source wrong? Did, you know, this this being leaked, did it, did it cause breakdown in negotiations? And boom, Kyle Dubas is in town, truly a penguin. I, I, I'm excited. I am pumped. I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for words. You know, by looking at the guys, uh, the guys' <clears throat> image, of course, you see it down below here on our, our friend Derpy's <laughs> um, picture. He looks like G two one time in school. I, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, we, we had I, a guy, we had a guy, we had a guy you know, our last GM, you know, was a pretty respectable goalie back in the day. Hopefully, you know, this guy, you little nerdy looking guy. I want that little nerdy looking yeah, I guy. I want the nerdy guy too. They know what they're I, talking I do about. Too. Yeah, give me the nerd guy. Yeah. Especially in the new age this, of, this... of sports. Yeah, give, give us Kyle some, give us is some uh, the con but... artist on drugs. Is he really? Is it going to be that amazing, guys? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I've heard good things, of course, leading up to this. And, and you guys seem to be thrilled and say it's going to be, you know, somewhat comparable to what the Steelers did this offseason. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not feeling what that means yet. What, uh, you know, basically, he'll turn, if he can turn around the Toronto Maple Leafs, he can turn around the Penguins instantly. Yeah, but like Toronto, just like, like he, how Connor, yeah. how Omar Khan did this offseason. I like that. I, you know, can't dispute that. No, yeah, because he, uh, 
He's going to make moves, basically. Yeah, he came in a general manager after the 2018 season. So, you know, he got them to their very, you know, led the, got them to the playoffs, built a team that was able to win in the first round. They, you know, end up getting upset in the second round by Florida, but Florida's going on to the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, really, was did that team that he built collapse or just, you know, they ran into the hot, hottest team in sports you know the big names in this town have always been terry bradshaw mean joe green jerome bettis roberto clemente now these gms i I mean people were gms are going right past the athletes the gms are taking the spotlight you know what uh both teams kind of need it they kind of need the uh uh big names gm like the gms are kind of still a spotlight to get them back to where they need to be and oh i am so happy i'm ecstatic that's exciting this is like my my nipples are hard, okay. <laughs> um, uh, hey, 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 in the last guy, the last guy the Penguins brought in from Toronto, who you know, because he, when he left Toronto, there's like it, it seemed kind of weird the way he left, the way he was let go, the way that the organization let him go, kind of reminiscent to the way uh, Phil Kessel. You know, we got Phil Kessel. He was mistreated on his way out the door, and we got a Stanley Cup. And yeah. hopefully, you know, same history should repeat itself. It will repeat itself because, you know, that's Toronto. They send us their, you know, the people that they think aren't good, and we we turn we get the best out of them. We got the best out of Phil Kessel. I think we're going to get the best out of Kyle Dubas just because. Just because, because F Toronto. This is why they haven't been relevant in the NHL since, like, what, the 70s. They haven't won a Stanley yeah, Cup since the, since the my life. Uh, what since the expansion era? They haven't won since like you know that that Penguins, That's the crazy, Penguins, St. Louis Blues all came in at the same time. I don't think Toronto has won anything since then. Uh, the yeah, so F Toronto, <laughs> Toronto, the most U.S. Uh, yeah, Canadian right? city. Screw them. I, I love Toronto. I, I've been there multiple Toronto's times. Great. It, yeah. it, it is a great city, but you know. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of some hockey guys, let me. I, I dug up a little bit more. Remember the other yesterday or the day before we were talking about just these weird coincidences with these Boston teams and, and mm-hmm. losing to the you know yeah. Here, peep this, guys. Um, an eighth seed from Florida beating Boston, which is in both of these situations of both of these teams, the Miami <laughs> Heat, the Florida Panthers. An eighth seed from Florida beating Boston in uh, Game Seven on their way to the finals. To play the number one seed in the West, who both of those teams are looking for their first championship in team history. So both of those Florida teams beat both of the Boston teams in Game Seven of their their of their uh, series. Then they <laughs> both made their way to the finals, and they're both playing the number one seed from the West, who is both looking to win their first championship in the in their franchise history. That's crazy. That's it is wild. This is wild. That is wild. There's just a lot of weird things going, weird coincidences going on in the sports world. I think it's the aliens. It's all these aliens we keep. No, it's about. it's because of Mookie Betts. Mookie Every, Betts. Yes. Ever since Boston and traded Mookie Betts, they sucked. And the aliens. I'm going with the aliens. You know, yeah. Jeffy, you're going to go with the aliens. Okay. It's all about the aliens. Like you the know, aliens like are smart enough to go to all about the aliens. Yeah, exactly. Fair, fair. 
Derby is like, fair. he has nothing today. He's just like, fair. fair. Uh, we took 12 you minutes know, of a, time talking well, about the Penguins. Let's move on, guys. A lot of different things going on today. A lot of things I want to talk about today. Uh, the Battling Buckos, they did win the series, guys. This is the first series they won in the month of May. It went all the way down to the right last day of May. They win. Win, they win a series over the uh, San Francisco Giants, um, two games to one. They win this game nine to four yesterday. A lot of good things happened in this game. Um, Keon, uh, Hayes, he gets his 13th multi-hit game of the year um, with a two RBI triple. Uh, a lot of goings on. Yeah, he's real streaky. He's either hitting the hell out of the ball. And the team record is great whenever he does have multiple hits. I think it's 10 and three or 11 and two, something like this. Also, on the pitching side of things, guys, did anybody catch the performance? This gem by um, by Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller, he get this. Let, let me let me throw some numbers at you. He's either six and one, him. seven and one at this time, but he's well on his way to a Cy Young award. Let's listen to some of the things that Mitch Jeez. Keller has done for the first third of this season. Right now, he is the third Pirates pitcher since 1995 to win seven of their first eight decisions. He Ooh. has uh, 53 Ks in May. That ties Whoa, any dirty. Pirates. That ties Whoa. any pirate pitcher in Bucks history, 53 Ks in May. Also, he has eight plus Ks and seven straight starts. That's longest by a pirate in modern history. And finally, he's the first pirate in franchise history with 90 plus Ks before June 1st. Oh my goodness. This, I, these numbers are out of, they're out of this world. The man's if cooking. This dude, the man is cooking. This dude is, and you know what? And, and here we are. We're we're sitting at uh, the one third. Yesterday it was the one third uh, mark through the season. If he goes on this pace, he's going to be about twenty and three at the end of the year with amazing numbers. Whether he can keep that up or not through the dog days of summer, who knows? But you know what? These kind of numbers, I, I, this, this is insane. The, the, I, I I haven't seen a pirate pitcher pitch like this well in a long time. Even when you know what 2013, 2015, we didn't yeah. have these like 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 Mitch Keller has turned into like what maybe like in our lifetime, what Doug Draben? Uh, he was, yeah, he was tough. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is about as good as this is the best pitching we've seen ever. I think in Pittsburgh, he, he, this guy's, he's amazing. I thought, you know, he was going to end up being a, he's he? done He's 27. I think he's finally Yankees are up there just salving. You think Michael, Mike's nipples prime. are hard. The New York Yankees are up there cutting oh, glass. They are too. There's no two ways about it. How could we get this guy? Yeah, because he, his he's probably he, in his prime now or getting to yeah, his prime. Yeah, he, he should be because like you know he's he came up in 2019. He was in what 11 games, went one in five. 2020 he played five games. He was one and one. So in the last two, like 2021, 2022, those were that that's when he became a full time starter. Five and eleven. Five and twelve this year, seven and one. He has found it. Yeah, and this is who we thought he was going to be, and he, he's he's found it. And I mean, he's I hate on pace for almost three hundred strikeouts. Yeah, you you might be right, Ryan. It, like the New York Yankees or whoever is, they are salivating oh, at this. They're salivating. Know? They're cutting glass. One guy's humping the end of a couch. These people are losing their they're minds. Like, we don't care what we have to give up. We yeah. will give it up to get this guy. And this guy's going to be pitching in the World Series next year. Watch. With pinstripes on, because I, I forget what his con, what's remaining on his contract. Because I know they're trying to work out a negotiation, but oh God, if he can keep playing like this, I, I would love to see him stay in Pittsburgh. Uh, but you know, they, I'd hate for his career to be wasted. But I, I mm, oh my God, he's only earning a base salary of two point four million. Man. Is he your best pitcher right now? Oh, oh God, absolutely. yes, by far, by far. 
Dick Mountain would be number two, and he's just hanging in there barely. Yeah, yeah. Mitch Keller is is the guy right now. He's, As Mike said, he, he, he needs to find he's, some. He's seven and some one. Way to sign him. Resign he has him. records that that hasn't been uh, accomplished in Pittsburgh in over a century. I mean, I mean, he's he's really he's really hitting his stride. And that doesn't let me, let me that you know what we we're talking about how good he is. Let me break into the relieving pitchers here for just one second. Uh, between David Bednar, Chris Holderman, and uh, Dari Moretta, of course we talked about Moretta yesterday, they have in May, guys, a combined ERA of 0.63 between the three of them. Uh, <laughs> two earned runs given up in 28.2 innings with only four walks and 45 strikeouts. Those three Dang. relievers and That's Mitch Keller – we got some pretty good pitchers. Everybody else peeped this, though. Everybody else in the Pirates' bullpen combined 7.11 ERA, 44, uh, let's see, 44 earned runs and, earned runs and 55.2 innings pitched, 30 walks and 46 strikeouts. So the guys at the top are way at the top. The guys at the bottom are, you know, way at the bottom. We get a little bit of a happy medium from these guys at the bottom. You know, that, that'll make a significant difference in this team. Are those your closers? Uh, one's the closer, David Bednar. Holderman is our um, our middle, you know, our, our holder. Oh. I guess who you yeah, no, he, he, yeah, yeah. He's and like then the, the Moretta, He's just doing amazing. Um, but like I said, everybody else has a combined ERA of seven point one one. Not as good, of course, but uh, let's get a little bit of a happy medium out of those guys, and you know, things can start looking a little better. Yeah. Yeah, like, like like I said yesterday, like this team just need need, need some pitching. Like it, it, build around pitching for this team, you know, because you have Keller, he's your ace. Bednar, he's one of the best, if not the best closer in in the National League right now. Build around these guys. You have some weapons on offense. Build around them. It, to spend the money. That that's the that's the key. It, there's some holes on this team. Yeah, it would be nice to have a healthy O'Neill Cruz, but like Ryan just said, there there are players on this team. You know, we haven't even talked about Brian Reynolds yet, uh, his breakout last night, but Mitch Keller performing, our 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 holder, our 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 closer. We have good there are there are bright spots in this hodgepodge of nothingness. There's nothingness. We yes, we need to like pick out those shiny pieces and build around them and, and oh god. We, we, this town will explode for a good baseball team. We, we we've seen it in the past, and we're itching for it now. We are itching for it, and I I've fallen out of love with the Pirates, but I still love them. I still want to see them win. So my God, it's so hard to shake this pirate fever. Everybody's trying to shake it. Every it time we like, go uh, away, uh, we're out of it. Mitch Keller goes out and pitches a gem last night. So it's like, and at the end of the day, we could have been in first place. Yeah. The Brewers lose. The Brewers did win, which keeps us a game back. But listen to this. Listen to this. On top of us being in first place after going only winning one series in May, and and and, and being and now we're one game over five hundred. We're twenty eight and twenty seven. Listen to this. In June, get ready, guys. You're gonna this is this is gonna blow your mind. Oh, I can't wait for a for chance this. for the Pittsburgh Pirates to turn it around once again this season in June. The Pirates play 15 games against teams currently under 500. They play seven. You got to take advantage of that. Seven games against teams currently mm-hmm. 28 and 27, which is the identical record of them of the Pirates. And also, in the other six games are against the Brewers, who are at 28 and 26. This month is going to be big, and if we're going to turn it around, let's do it here in June because it, it it all is laid out for us. 
I, th- th- this, you know, this this division has been such a clusterfuck from from day one to now. We're one game out. The Reds are three games out. The Cards are five games out. The Cubs are five, uh, also five games out. We mm-hmm. have this Cardinal series starting tomorrow. That's big. Uh, huge. Crazy baseball in June. If you're a Pirates fan, you have a Pirate fever, you're going to get a good idea of what the rest of the season is going to be by the way this month goes. Because once this, what I just said, is over mm-hmm. and it's July, you hit the All-Star break, and, and then you start thinking a whole different way. Now we got to start thinking, yep. you know, how are we going to gear this team up for the for the final stretch, what are we going to do as far as buying, selling, looking around for trading? This month is big. Again, 15 games, guys, against teams currently under 500, seven games against teams that are 28 and 27, which is the same record as us. And the other six games of the month is against the Brewers, who are currently 28 and 26. Like, I, I, like we, we started against St. Louis and then Oakland. We, I, no joke, they have Arguably to win. The worst teams in baseball. Yeah, they they have to win five out of these six games. They have to win at least two against St. Louis, and they have to sweep Oakland. Because if you can't sweep Oakland, that that that's not a good that look. Says something that says a lot about your team. And it, like Ryan said, you know, it, it's sitting there for the taking. First place is there. You know, force force management to spend money to improve this team. Go out there and win. The series against the Cardinals does start tomorrow. It's a three-game set. Uh, game one is 7.05 Friday night. The pitchers for this uh, weekend are Contreras on Friday, Luis Ortiz on Saturday, and, of course, the game on Sunday morning is going to be Dick Mountain. So, you know, the, this series is huge. This series is real huge because a couple things could happen here. If the Cardinals go off and, you know, let's say they sweep the Pirates, they're yeah, right, they're, they're right, they're right there. They're right behind game. the Brewers mm-hmm. depending on what they do through the weekend. Uh, you know, and the other teams that are in the mix of things, the Reds and the Cubbies, you know, they can fluctuate depending on what it is that we the do Reds in this series. The Reds are coming out of nowhere. This, this, is, this is big series. This is where it all starts right here. Take month one, throw it out the window. Take month two, throw it out the other window. Figure out a way to win baseball games because, you know what, if we don't take advantage of them at, at this point, somebody else of these five teams are going to, and we're going to get left in the dust. Figure it out. Figure it out now, guys. We got to have a yep. hot June. I mean, it's it's still the first half of the season. But right still, now, you, you kind of just want to be in second and third because come August and September, it's, come back with it's a dog fight. Because it's, I, I'd point. rather be ahead. You, it's better to be ahead. You know, and that's the thing. Like, if you're in that's last just, place, it's so hard. It, it's so because not only do you have to win a lot because you have to gain ground. You have to hope and, and hope and hope that these teams at the top of the division lose mm. as you're winning. And if they're at the top of the division, chances are they're not losing as much as you would like them to. So, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I this is a this is right here, day one past well, one third of the season. Game, so this gotta, is the biggest part of the baseball bench. season for the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. Yeah. It, like, you know, I to echo what you're saying, I I'd rather be in first. My God, like you said, oh, yeah, we, we, especially in this division, we see how it is. Like, it's still the first we, half, though. So it doesn't matter. Well, you got to put all matter. the halves together. Does, and, and you're right. You, ultimately, it, it is. Yeah, but, but you know, big, I, I, I mean, that's a third of the play You don't want to jump the gun. I'd rather just be on pace to where you're at right now. You'd be on pace, but still be in first because we, we see the way this division has gone. Like, you know, one you're team right. wins, everyone else wins at the same time. Someone loses, they all lose at the same time. There's no one's really gaining ground against each other so you know might as well get get the lead and sit there and you never know you grattle off wins and and hope you know the rest of the division starts losing and that way you can build your lead to when it comes back to like how it has been the rest of the year when you lose they lose when you win they win so you have a nice little cushion like a cushion baby 
Oh yeah, pushing for the just cushion. the first half. That's all I'm gonna say. But it is it's a still third. early. It's also a third of the way through the season. You could say that as well. I mean, you want to break it down into three thirds, and you know what? The first third it could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot better. But still, What's sitting at this point, game? still at this point right now, where we're at's good. We're a game out. By the end of today, we could be a half game out. Unfortunately, we don't play <clears throat> to make that other half game up. But the Brewers do finish up their series with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Toronto wins this series. They win this game. We're going into this Cardinal series only a half game out of first place. This month is big. This month is big, Derpy, because it's leading into at the end of July or the end of June. I'm sorry. It's going to be at the halfway point. And you know what? That's half yeah. of the season. And then you're hitting all-star break. And then after that, like I said, it's a different ball game. So um, this is this is big. It all starts tomorrow. This Cardinal series. Get down there. you got O'Neill Cruz bobblehead. Also, <laughs> Sunday is an 11, 1130 in the morning game. A lot of cool things going on downtown. So get down there, check out the Pirates, support this team because this is the biggest part of the season right here. And they have a nine-game home stretch right here. Nine games, yes. Nine game, games, got Three of them, the A's. Yeah, so. you gotta, you gotta win, you gotta win a lot of them. You gotta win a lot of these games. My God, let's win it. Get some home cooking. I think we have a better road record than we do home record. We do have a. better You need to road. get down Over to the ballpark and go support the, the Bucks for this stretch. Uh guys. Couple things from Steeler Camp. Uh, Rennell Wren, Mike Derpy is out, the defensive lineman. He's out for the season with the Achilles tear. He will be one of the people that does not make the team. Who? That makes one spot easier. Rennell Wren. Rennell Wren. He was a yes. uh, D lineman, correct? D lineman. He tore his Achilles tendon. And oh, he was out for the season. Oh, oh, I. Mm, that kind of like. Uh, yeah, uh, that's always one. Glad it wasn't anybody fears. else at this point, and you don't want to hear it for, about anybody, anybody happening. Yeah, but I'm glad it isn't one of the, uh, you know, one of the more significant yeah. names. No, no offense, friend. We're just no glad offense, it's not TJ Watt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, guys in the um, in the OTAs, wide receiver Des Fitzpatrick has three touchdowns against the Steelers' starting defense. People might say, "Oh, well, okay," but you know what? When you think about it, what that really means, this kid, you know. Three touchdowns against the Steelers starting defense, a defense that's supposed to be doing some big things this year, which I think they are going to do big things. This um, Des Fitzpatrick, whether he makes the team or not, that's pretty impressive. Not bad. Not bad for uh, football and shorts. But no, like um, I heard oh, who, who was one of the other. I heard like Cody White was actually impressing in, in, in OTAs as well. Okay. So, hey, I don't care what receivers impress uh, as long as they, you know, carry it forward. You know, Absolutely. like carry that momentum forward into the like, into the training camp and into the season, man. You like to see it too, because a lot of these guys aren't going to make the team. A lot of these guys yeah. are going to be free agents. They're going to be floating. And you, you know what? If it helps them get them. a job out there somewhere, you know what? Good for them. So yeah, good for this young man. Close to forty of them by the end. <laughs> Absolutely, we got to we shed a lot of weight. We're over ninety. We got to get down to fifty three. So uh, a lot of guys, a lot of guys aren't going to. A be lot here. of guys are going to get cut. Uh, the AFC North, according to PFF, is the best division in the NFL, which I agree with. I agree with, and I've agreed with for some time now. It has them in this exact order and the opinion of what PFF believes. The uh, the AFC North is the best division. The AFC West coming in number two, mm-hmm. which would be the Chiefs division. The NFC East would be the third best. AFC East would be four. Yep. Uh, NFC West would be five. NFC North would be six in the last two of the South divisions in both conferences, the AFC South, they have at seven. And in the NFC South, who we swept through last yeah. year as a, a not real good playing Steeler team is coming in at your eighth position. How are we six? <laughs> What's that? How is that division six though? The NFC North? 
NFC North is not that strong. I think the Detroit uh, Lions is probably going to be the strength out of that. Yeah, especially the now AFC that Aaron North, Rodgers the AFC North third, they have it to yeah. one. I don't know if you missed that or not, but we are the AFC North. Yeah. Wow, is- you made Derpy leave the show after that. Like you and PFF, he was offended by that and just bailed. Derpy. So then Derpy. also, uh, did you see this? Former former Pittsburgh Steeler tight end Jesse James still in the league. He signs with the New Orleans Saints. Anybody see this? I saw that. He I, he's still kicking around. One thing I love about like Pittsburgh sports is once you leave Pittsburgh, wherever you go, whatever you do, we you still sneeze, pay attention. It to you. is a, every major outlet, every blogger, mm-hmm. every podcast. We are all going to talk about you. That's right. Because that's just how we roll. Everybody we except up. for Arthur Mobilette, because I think he's a total yeah. ass, and I'm not going to talk about Arthur Mobilette. Go work a normal job and then start throwing that word around. That, that would be a little bit closer <laughs> to what you're trying to say. Otherwise, work a bit, you, yeah, yeah, like that like that robot who worked minimum wage for 15 yeah, minutes and, died, and, and, killed, and itself. killed itself. Yes, Arthur, work one of those and then come talk to me. <laughs> I was uh, I was working at a fast food joint in my early 20s, maybe my, and I was taking the garbage out, uh-huh. Mike, and I was throwing it into the dumpster, and as I was throwing it into the dumpster, the bar, the bag rips, and all the oh, the, um, the, the yeah. milkshakes and the cheeseburger ooh, and right down the front of me. Come on, Wait, brother, what, what you're doing? You're making a lot of money. That word does not belong in sports. Get it out of here. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Um, finally, in the NFL, I do want to say this, Mike Derpy, real quick because I, I was going to talk about this in abundance today. However, the Kyle Dubas thing came come about, so I didn't really get into it, and I, and I debated. Should we wait till tomorrow? I'm going to tell you this real quick. Alex Highsmith, in my in my opinion, I I I I think don't give him all this money, all this, because here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Can somebody else do it for a lot less? Yeah, he's not TJ Watt. He's not. Uh, he had three and a half sacks without TJ Watt. We've won over this before. Three and a half sacks. Three and a. Like the numbers I, don't lie. Like I like Alex. Don't lie. I like Decree Alex in a nutshell. He is. He's bunch of. He's a great number two. You know, he's worth. And I set. like him. I like him. He's a damn. He's a good player. Is he? He's not an elite. People are like, oh, he had more no. sacks than Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons does a whole hell of a lot on the defense. Oh, he had more than Bosa. Yeah. Bosa is a dominant player. You know. Yeah, no, you, you, watch, you watch those yeah, players that close. you just mentioned, then watch Alex Highsmith. You see the difference almost mm-hmm. immediately. He don't deserve and, and the thing is, I like the guy. I'm not, I like I'm not him. bad mouthing. Like him. What I'm saying is he just does not deserve what people were saying no. that he deserves. Yeah. If he doesn't get that here, I would be totally fine for him chasing that somewhere else because I think that that position will be easier to fill yes. than it would be to give him unnecessary money that I don't yeah. think that he's worth. Here, here, here's a perfect, perfect ex- analogy. Rob Brown scored 50 goals as a Pittsburgh Penguin playing yeah. on the wing with Mary Lemieux. He left and never came close to that. That is yeah. Bud Dupree. That is um, Alex Highsmith. And that's nothing against them. They're in the league. No. They are good players. But you, you you're playing against Alex the great. Highsmith you're playing against dominating. Yes. Wow, TJ TJ Wall yes. out. I, I seen you know maybe, maybe people on Twitter, perhaps his dad's. I oh, can't God, remember probably. what. They said he's not a product of TJ Watt. I, I disagree 100%. As I said, you didn't see him looking like that dominant player no. when TJ Watt wasn't on the other side of him last year. But you still know when Michael Parsons is out there, you still know when the Boses are out there, he's not the same kind of guy. Hold out. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, what's he, I, th- I think after this season, I think after it, his, his season, contract yeah. is up. Franchise I let him play. Franchise him. I tell you what, if 
if this guy could come in and, 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 and put up an amazing season that just impresses you, possibly. At this point, you let the season play out, and you know what? If it doesn't go yeah. – if he doesn't show up as a Micah Parsons or a Boza, I say get yeah, rid of him. If, Again, don't have nothing against the guy. I like him, yep. but I don't think he's worth that money. No, he, he needs to produce consistently like that. And we saw what those games were. What was it? And he could not produce. Now, if he – let let him play out this year. And if he puts up monster numbers and Watt stays, stays healthy, give him a good contract or franchise his ass. And then if he doesn't yeah. want to sign it, guess, Oh, fine. See, someone will take him in a trade. Cause you, you, uh, Derby, you know, franchise. You, you were in and out. I did tell Mike that Jesse James, Jesse James, the former tight end of the Pittsburgh Steelers is a New Orleans saint. And there's, only one res- there's only one response to this statement, Derby. And I know, I think you know what it is. He caught the ball. That's right, baby. That's right. I don't think that he caught it, but you know what? If I ever talk about Jesse James and somebody doesn't say that, I will not feel right. A um, couple things here. The the Pittsburgh Maulers this Saturday, they host the uh, Houston Gamblers. The Gamblers coming in with a 4-3 and three record, taking on the Maulers with a 2-5 and five record. That game is at 12 o'clock Saturday on USA. The women are back in action. The D.C. Divas coming to Pittsburgh now against the Pittsburgh Passion. This is Saturday at 6 o'clock, and that game's up at Slippery Rock University. Make your way out to Slippery Rock at 6 o'clock p.m. Saturday to check out the Pittsburgh Passion. Finally, finally, uh, one more thing that I I did dig up. I like this. Four teams. Four teams have not won their division in the NFL for 20 years or more. Guys, guys want to take a couple quick stabs at this. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns is the longest, 33 years since they have won their division. Uh, the other two, two teams are all, other three teams are all in the 20s. Anybody else want to take any stabs at who they are? Um, oh, Browns lead the way, 33 seasons. Uh, da, 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 um, um, Jets. Perfect, feel free to. The New York Jets is uh, they they are tied for three in this in this. You're right. They have 20, 20 years since they have won their division. So, Browns thirty three. The Jets twenty. There's two teams that are in the middle. One of them actually has the same amount as the Jets. But uh, oh my god, uh, I think the other one's pretty obvious. Think about it. Houston Texans. No, Texans were good in. Yeah, they they had one play with with Watt. You guys just aren't thinking good enough. I, I think this one team is a no-brainer. Uh, Which would be the only NFC, the only NFC team in this. Uh, oh, this Detroit Lions. Lions. Detroit Lions wow. haven't won their division in 29, 29, 29 years. years. Wow. Browns 33, Detroit 29, Jets 20, and the Raiders also. Raiders, 20. wow. Wow. It's been that Raiders. long since the Raiders were that good. Wow. Years they they wow. went to the Super Bowl God. and lost to Tampa Bay. Oh, that God. was 2003. God, I feel old. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the two dumbyinzers.com, the number two D U M Y I N Z R S.com. We have links for everything that you need for two dumb yinzers. They're all listed down there as well, too. You go over to the merch or over to the website. We have the links to the merchandise store for wait for it, wait for it. Bob Nothing T. The Bob Nothing T. Of course, you know, when they win, I'm still going to show it because Bob Nothing needs to do more to prove that he is Bob something. <laughs> I like it. Bob something. We want Bob something. We want Bob something, baby. Trade. Maybe perhaps Bob nothing for Bob something. Uh, yes, check it out, everybody. A lot of cool things over at www.2wusers.com. Go check it out. We are on our summer schedule, which means we are live all week long, seven days a week at 11.30 a.m. And the show that we do live every day gets uploaded on Spotify the same day at 8 o'clock in the evening. So once 8 o'clock comes around, you just want to listen to the show, go to Spotify. Check it out. 
Check, you guys ready for out. trivia? I'm ready. Derby, are you ready for this? Trivia. <laughs> wow. I like it. Don't stop being you, Derpy. This trivia, trivia of the day is about the St. Louis Cardinals, who we do. We do start a series tomorrow against the St. Louis Cardinals. I think this one's pretty easy. I think you guys will both get it. It's um, day one. As the weekend goes on, they'll get a little bit more difficult. But this one here, I think, is basic knowledge. So here we go, guys. Knowledge. Which company owned the Cardinals for more than 40 years? I'm looking for the Ooh. company. Don't shout it out. I know this one. Which company owned the Cardinals for more than 40 years? I'm going to go ahead and start with Derpy. Derpy, what do you think, man? Was it Toys R Us? Was it um, SeaWorld? Who do you think? Who do you think owned the Cardinals? SeaWorld, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I I, I don't know. Okay. Um, you want to take a guess? Because you can't. If you don't guess anything, you're... It has to be you're... a beer company, maybe. It has to be a beer company. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. You want to take a stab? I mean, there's no way of getting it right if you don't take a stab. And there's no way of winning the grand prize at the end of the season if you don't get the win. So, what do you think? Bush, I don't know. You say Bush? Yeah. All right, I'll lock Derpy in on a Bush. There we go. Mike, which company owned the Cardinals for more than 40 years? Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch. Is that your final answer? My final answer. All right. Good guess. Good enough. The uh, question one more time, guys, is this. Which company owned the St. Louis Cardinals? Owned the Cardinals for more than 40 years? The answer, both of the guys, uh, Darby says Bush. Mike says Anheuser-Busch. The answer, of course, is Anheuser-Busch. There you go. Anheuser-Busch. Ain't it Busch Stadium? That. Is that the name of their field? Or? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. Busch Stadium, yeah. So, I think that's what it was, yeah. There you have it, everybody. Uh, great show today. A lot of things going on in Pittsburgh, of course. Today Lots is of things. Thursday, it's an off day for the Pirates. Maybe get out and enjoy some of this hot weather today, huh? Go dancing in the streets. Kyle, do bus, baby. The June finals first. are tonight, too. Yes, we do. We got, uh, what is it? Is it the NHL or the NBA that starts tonight? NBA tonight. NBA tonight. So the Nuggets and the Heat. There you have it, everybody. Check it out. Um, God, the Nuggets are going to have to completely choke to lose this one. It's going to be interesting. Um, Mike, you got anything before we take off for today, brother? Oh, be pre- Penguins fans, sports fans in Pittsburgh, be prepared for some like some changes in in the Penguins you might not agree with right away. But you know they're gonna. He needs to make moves. He needs to freshen up the lineup. Um, be, be prepared to hear names like Russ traded or even like a Gensel traded because it can be mm. interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. Hurt. I, I don't because I think I, I'm pretty sure Gensel does not have a new movement. So he, I don't think the big three are safe either. Oh, they, they're all safe. They have no movement clauses. They can say oh, okay. no. Yeah, they can all say no to a trade. Derpy, uh, what do you got, brother? What do you What do you got, man? Anything before we take off for today? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick what I first said when I came on in this show. Mm-hmm. This pod always appreciate the little things in life because it could be worse. It could be a Browns fan. There you go, everybody. The Cleveland True. Browns have not won the division in 33 years. 33 years. That is just crazy to me. Crazy to me. Um, and they're not going to win it this year either. So there you have it. Everybody, for the two dumb Yenzers, Derpy, Mike, myself, everybody have a great day. 
enjoy June 1st. Get out. Like I said, enjoy this warm weather, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>